Welcome to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor presented by Enough Pie, a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. We're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn a little more about the people that came before us. So thank you for listening. Today I'd like to welcome our special guest, Anthony Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today, Anthony. All right. Thank you for having me. No problem. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. That's great. We're so excited to hear a little bit about your life today. Yes, well, it's a good it was a good one. It's still going. <laughs> yeah. Can you share where and when you were born and a little about your childhood? Yes. Uh I was born in Somerville, a place called Old Orangeburg Road. Okay. Um, one twenty-eight Ankrum Lane. You know, I had a good childhood. I was, I went to uh, Austin High School in Somerville. I was one of the first to integrate when they integrated yeah. back in sixty. I think it was sixty-eight or sixty-nine. They integrated, and I went to Somerville High. That's where I graduated from Somerville High. And, you know, I was back and forth from Miami mm-hmm. to uh, back and forth. I did a lot. I did about 17 years in Miami, and but most of my time lately I did it up here, like 20, 30 years, you know. But I was born... In Somerville. What was that like to be one of the first to integrate? Uh, you want to know the truth about it? I, I didn't, you know, we didn't like it. No. You know, we didn't, we really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but the principal from, from Austin High School, his name was John Gray. He said, y'all might as well get with it because <laughs> the program going to go on, you know. Mm-hmm. And... To then to now, I've seen it. It's, you know, now you got racial, everything is racial, racial relationships, you know. Yep. Black and white marriages and everything, but mm-hmm. that started it. It's Basically, a- that started it when they integrated. Yes, when they start spending all day together and going to school. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to have been a part of that. Do, oh, you, yeah. do you feel that when you look back and see where we are now? Mm-hmm. And- yes, I look back at it, you know, and I, you know. I feel it's an accomplishment to get from where I was to now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, my childhood, I didn't know nothing about no cell phone and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And another thing, our parents back then used to drill us, you know, and make us do like ABCs and all that. Right. You had to learn it all. Mm-hmm. Pull your hand out and get chopped. Mm-hmm. Back then, you couldn't call 911 on your parents. No. You know, you get beat down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> you sounds You don't know where you're going to go. <laughs> yes, it sounds funny. Right. But that that was the way it was mm-hmm. back then, you know, and I've seen a lot. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but I thank God for being here right now tonight among y'all. People just, you know, talking about it because mm-hmm. it do make you feel good to talk about it because a bunch of my friends and stuff, mm-hmm. what I knew, they done passed away and they can't, they can't talk about it. Right. And honoring them by telling the story. Yeah. yeah. But mostly what I say is the truth, though. You know, I don't have mm-hmm. no reason to just you right. know, fabricate. But I felt good being a part of, of, of the change. I can truly call it a change because I came through, I seen a part of the, you know, racism and all that. Yeah. You know, as growing up as a little kid. Yeah. I saw the the colored Mm -hmm. bathroom. I seen the white bathroom, you know. Mm -hmm. And today, it's it's really accomplishment. Like just like Martin Luther King said, he know one day they'll hold hands, you know. And it's it Mm -hmm. it done came to pass. It's true. You know. What do you think your biggest trial to get over during the whole integration process? What was the biggest thing that you had to deal with in that process? Ah, that's a good one there. Just deal with, you just, you know, what I'm saying, just go along with the program. That's, you know, that's basically what I always did, just go along with the program, you know, and try to do the right thing, because it's the right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And if you know right from wrong, you know what to do. Right. See, cause I ain't always, I mean, I ain't going to sit up here and say, I ain't always know right from wrong now. I used to do wrong, mm-hmm. plenty wrong, mm-hmm. but, you know, and wrong outweigh right. But when, when it all boils down, right, if you do right, you're going to be blessed for it. You're truly going to be blessed for it. That's, mm-hmm. I'm 67, and I thank God for, you know, being there, got my hair gray and all that, and you know, <laughs> I thank God because a bunch of my friends, they not, they can't say that, you know, tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I really, I really, he's the, he's my higher power. I say Yahweh. I call him Yahweh. Mm-hmm. You know, I got an open line to the man. I talk to him constantly. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey God, how you doing? I'm yeah. sorry. I mean to smoke this cigarette and drink this coffee <laughs> before I talk to you, yeah. but you know I messes up. I always mess up. But, you know, he always there to lift me up. You know? Right. He's forgiving. Mm-hmm. That's always been his yeah. biggest tagline. <laughs> yeah. Open arms. Mm-hmm. When you were younger, what person had the biggest impact on your life? My mom. Your mom. My girl. <laughs> it used to be my girl. I love that. Mm-hmm. Hey, old girl. That's what I used to call her, you know. And can you tell us, I mean, a mother is a, is a major role in a person's life. Yeah. So it may be hard to put into words mm-hmm. how she impacted you, but can you talk a little bit about she, some she of her? She taught me to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but I always try to take the shortcut. I always try to be slick. <laughs> but mom would always catch it. And back then, yeah. you couldn't call 911 when they go upside your head. <laughs> Come yes. on, you think I'm something to play with? Come here, you think I'm something to play with? Pow! Yeah. <laughs> just that quick. That was just part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but I really enjoyed my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she was good. She was my inspiration. 
she taught me to do right, mm -hmm. you know. She she taught me, although I used to, you know, time I get with the boys, I'd mm -hmm. try to, you know, sneak a fast one in the game. Mm -hmm. But if, if she found out about it, up against your head, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Mm -hmm. So... Did you have any siblings growing up with your mom? and, Or was it just you? Are you the only child? No, I got a sister, Melanie, and I got three more brothers. I got a brother, um, Ricky. He's in Texas. Mm -hmm. He just retired from uh, the prison system. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. He mm -hmm. just retired as a lieutenant, he, but he moved to Texas. Mm -hmm. My baby brother is a policeman. He's been in police in Dade County, Metro Dade, for about, since he got out of school, and that's over 30, 40 years. You know? Wow. And my sister, Melanie, she's a mail carrier oh. for, uh, for uh, Miami. And where are you in that lineup? Are you the oldest, middle child? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest? Yes, I'm the oldest. We're all, I'm the oldest too. We're, <laughs> we're the best child. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I'm the oldest. No. So when you were in Miami, was that, did you go back and forth to Charleston and Miami or did yeah, you spend? Yeah, because I used to be, get in trouble. I used oh, to get you? in trouble. Okay. I ain't gonna, you know, I used to get in a lot of trouble. That's all right. I get in trouble, my grandmama called my mama. Hey, you gotta come get him. So oh, your grandma's in Miami? No, was my in? grandmother, I used to stay with my grandmother. Okay. Oh, okay. I, you know. Because mm -hmm. at that time, you know, my mom and my brothers and sisters, each one of us got, you know, the same mom, all of us. But then mm -hmm. my my stepfather, um, he's not my father, but he raised me from like about seven. Mm -hmm. You know, so I got the utmost respect for him today. He's my father, you know. Right. You know, he yeah. really, you know, he took that, that honor, that spot. He took it, mm -hmm. you know. For how he raised me, you know. I just saw him a couple of weeks ago. Came up and got crazy. <laughs> eating, eating all kind of stuff. Couldn't know he don't pose to eat it now. Uh -oh. Went that hard. Oh, the no. doctor ain't gonna tell me what to eat. Oh God! <laughs> I eat what I want to eat. <laughs> got back Miami sick. Oh no! <laughs> you know, and he's 85. Okay. You know, he's 85 oh. years old, and he he do good too. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's very interesting because I actually I I grew up with the same thing. My stepdad has raised me since I was I think about four or five, and uh, I consider him. That's yeah. The, he got the trophy. Yeah, he has <laughs> he the, the trophy crown. in my life. So mm -hmm. it's really interesting to hear that other people you know have had to go through that kind of thing, and how. You kind of have to make the choice to let them be that role mm -hmm. and to accept them as that person in your life. Because in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, this is not necessarily my birth kind of thing. But mm -hmm. this is this is kind of an opportunity from God for me to choose the people that are in my life and what roles they get to play. Mm -hmm. So how was that transition for you? Was it easy for you to accept him as your dad or... Um, did you find yes. it hard at the beginning? For, for the reason I could have accept, accepted him for my dad, like, um, he treated each one of us the same, you know, right. mm -hmm. you know, you know, he, he did, you know, 
he did what he supposed to do as a dad. He stepped up. That's you good, yeah. I mean? He stepped up. Because really, I didn't know my real dad. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, matter of fact, two weeks ago, I went and got a, uh, I had to get me a birth certificate. Mm -hmm. And on the birth certificate, it said, Father, I know him. Wow. <laughs> but see, back then, they would, and she said, Mr. Johnson, was you born in a hospital? I said, no. I was midwife. Yep. You know, it's back your house. then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and in your house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but they put it on, they put it on file. And then I looked at the date on it, and the one, the date, they didn't put that on file three months later. But but I got my actual birthday. Birthday. But it, it wasn't filed the three mm -hmm. months later. Right. Wow. The lady retraced it. And I, I like to be traced up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like to keep up on stuff. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you could hold on to any memory from your life, which one would it be? A memory, a good memory, would be when me and my brothers all got together mm -hmm. and just went out just before my um, sisters. Her wedding. Mm -hmm. Well, she had done got married, but it was just like you yeah, know, party to come. Yeah, like a party, mm -hmm. and we went and we we hung out. We got, you know how I don't know you a lady. We got <laughs> that brother, you know that brother. We just yeah, we went crazy that I night. Like you know, you painted the town red. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. we did that. How long ago was that? That was back like about two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the older you get, the more you appreciate your siblings. Yes. When you're little, you don't really appreciate them very much. Right. They just, just drive you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. when you get older, you it's come there. together. It'll be a bond. It'll be a bond, you know. Right. Like. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith with my co-host, Summer Anderson, and we're talking to Anthony Johnson about his life and uh, Somerville and uh, integration and a little bit about his past here. Uh, so we're going to take a short break now and play a song that uh, Mr. Johnson picked. It's called Make Me Yours by Betty Swan. So enjoy the music and thanks for listening to OHM Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial radio station. Make me yours. 
thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 Ohm Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial local radio station. We are broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the Ohm Radio Station. My name is Summer Anderson, and I, along with Jay Smith, are the host of Tales from the Manor. For those of you who are just joining us, we've been talking with Anthony Johnson, our guest this week, about his family integrating schools in the 60s. Yeah, now we're going to talk a little bit about the song you chose and your great love. I love this song. It is really smooth. It's very smooth. Yeah, and it has a great little, you know, love mm-hmm. story going on <laughs> in it. It's a feel-good song. So I, I know that you've... Uh, been in a relationship on and off for what 34 years now? Yes, <laughs> that is a long time. Yeah, off and on. Yeah, you know, cheating and everything. I'm oh my goodness! Know. I did that. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. and then um, I actually know her, and she's great, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> that you guys have been together so long. So mm-hmm. how did you even uh, originally meet? We met in a club. In a club? Yeah, you know, I saw over there her and her sister, and she had a couple. They had a couple of guesses from out of town, so I sent around. You know, I, I, back then I had plenty of money. I thought I was all that, and I sent around over there, and then I danced with her. And next thing you know, we just you know talk, talk, and after that, we, I met her her mother and her family and stuff and you know we we were together ever since off and on but I was married you know I was married Mm -hmm. (laughs) but after a while my wife caught up with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said it was 87 but I think it was 93 I got finally got divorced Mm -hmm. then I got into trouble Mm-hmm. I got in trouble trying to get this fast money. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know, that so your pockets could be fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And got knocked, you know. <laughs> but I lost back and forth through the years. Mm-hmm. I can always call her, you know, but I lost her number on that last one when I went to prison. Mm-hmm. And one, a roommate came in from Charleston, a little young boy. Mm-hmm. He saw it. They have cell phones, you know, they got the cell phones in there, in prison. And he was calling the number, and he said, um, um, Curtis. Then he, uh, I said, um, you know Curtis? He said, yeah. Then I said, yeah, well, Curtis, aunt, me and her used to go together. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got her number back in the penitentiary. Wow, that's I amazing. I was in Ridgeland, and that's how I got the number, and I called her on the phone, and I told her, I said, you know, I was going through, and she says, well, you can come come with me. That's the Jewels of Floyd. You know, when I got out, I was mm-hmm. there with her. That's my girl. <laughs> well, it's amazing that even prison, which most people would not think of as a blessing, mm. is what reconnected y'all. Right. Right. And so even what some may consider a failure is just is just new information mm-hmm. redirecting your life yeah sometimes we take the long way around but we always get back to what's meant for us yeah, yeah. yeah you exactly. get it back on track how long were you in prison uh like almost six years were you scared before you went 
know, because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do what I got to do. I'm going right. to live. Yep. You know, I'm not, I mean, if anybody take my life, it'd be God. Well, that's true. And I'm, you know, I just, I learned how to sleep. Mm-hmm. With one eye open, one closed, and I hear, hear, I can hear a man walking on concrete, barefooted. Mm-hmm. That's how you had to live. Right. That was survival. Yes. You know what I mean? You had to be mm-hmm. particular. They got the gangs in there and all, mm-hmm. you know, all type. You might, you, the, your ne- the next door um, neighbor might be a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know? don't know. Yeah, yeah you do know. Oh, you, you do know, know and it's yeah. not good, so you yeah, better sleep with one open. Yeah, so really, you know, you don't yeah. want to, you, you know, but you pick who you deal with, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and, and you got to play fair. That's right. You know, in there. If you get those people's stuff, like, you might go there and, hey, um, I need a couple of Jack Max. That's, mm-hmm. you know, like cooking and yeah. all that. And you tell them you're going to do this. And at that time, that's what they're looking for. Right. You know, it's, um, your word is your bond. Mm-hmm. And it's the in, in, they call it the interest and the principle. Um, hmm your principal is the original money that you borrowed. Right. But the interest yeah. is what they add to the, to exactly. the original money. And who and knows? you'll never pay the principal. I mean, yeah. you'll never pay the interest right. if you just keep, you know, messing yeah. up. Yeah. What did it feel like the day you walked out of prison? Oh, man. <sighs> just, you know, I was I was really relieved, you know, yeah. when, when they came and picked me up. Mm. Yeah, Dorothy picked me up mm-hmm. with her niece and mm-hmm. um, nephew. They came and picked me up, and mm-hmm. you know, since then I done and I move on up. You know, when I went there, I was I didn't have nothing, but now I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get back. And you know, God bless me every day. Yeah. He really do. Right. You know. And sometimes it get aggravating, you know, too. But mm-hmm. that's all that's in life. All that's in life, mm-hmm. you know. You're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, you know. But what make days so good when you can be able to, you know, at the end of the day, say, nah, mm-hmm. hey, hey, honey, you know, um, mm-hmm. I backtracked, and I'm sorry for what I said earlier. Right, right. Like that, and that's mm-hmm. the way you live, you know, that's the way I try to do it. Just take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Do you have any regrets? Yeah, I got regrets because if, if I had a schedule on my life, a lot of things I wouldn't have do. Mm-hmm. What I did, you know, I would have did just the opposite, but it molded me. You know, whatever I did, it molded me. It's just like when you, when they talk about the potter's house, when you're taking mold, <laughs> mold mm-hmm. clay, yeah. it molded me, yeah. you know? And I, t- I listen, you know, I, I got an open relationship with God. That's the way I feel. I don't mean shot up, all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shot, you know. Yeah. On my deathbed, I said, God, please don't take me. Yeah. Don't take me. And this is this was 1972. I'm on the sixth floor of MUSC, getting bullet took out of me, and wow. my wife on the seventh floor, 
having my oldest son. Wow. Like, I'm saying, I'm going. Oh, and he man. coming. Lord, please, let me see my son. Yeah. I don't want to go out like that. No. And, you know, that basically changed my whole attitude and stuff toward life. Wow. When I almost didn't get a chance to see my son. Because yeah. I'm shoot up and he, you know, coming. Wow. And I was about to go. And, you know, God flipped that thing around wow. with simple prayer. And that's when I really knew that it was, it, it's a God. He's listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me, you know. I don't, I don't know. Y'all might think I'm crazy. <laughs> we may be on our own. <laughs> He's listening to Anthony. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that we, <laughs> we live our lives and we think we're living for ourselves, but we're really living to show other people other examples of what not to do or what to do mm-hmm. or different paths. And so I just kind of say I'm living for, you know, for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And so I think you've lived a life that you can definitely show other people. And I'm glad you're getting a chance to tell a little mm-hmm. bit of your story and people can hear and see your journey and what you've been through and they can learn from it and grow from it. So I am very happy that you came on the show today and share that with us. Anthony, thank you so much for being here. You've been listening to Enough Pies, Tales from the Manor, a conversation with residents of the Joseph Floyd Manor with me and my co-host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community on Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio963.org. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next time, guys. What do you need? Baby, I've got it. What do you got? I'm just crazy about it. If you're looking for a love, then you'll never get tired of. Make me yours. 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 Make me yours.